Miles Charters here sitting in for Jared. One show only this week. I was looking, I was trying to figure out when when was the last time I sat in here. I think it was headed into the final four. Like for that whole week, I was pumped back then. Thought Purdue was going to be a hot topic headed into the final four. Uh, didn't work out. Uh, but happy to be back <laughs> today. Uh, talking a little Big Ten football. Uh, not that we necessarily expected to be talking about that. Uh, with the firing of Pat Fitzgerald from Northwestern uh, yesterday. Let's bring in Paul Harvey, the news editor of Saturday Tradition. Help us uh, break down uh, this story that seems to be evolving uh, daily, if not hourly, here over the last uh, couple of days. Uh, Paul, I guess, first of all, what's your level of surprise that we are where we are, uh, considering it was only a few days ago uh, that Pat Fitzgerald was getting ready for his 18th season as the head coach of the Wildcats. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Kyle. And uh, uh, pretty much as high as you can go. I mean, I, I don't think anyone saw this coming. Um, I know when the report of Pat's suspension came down on Friday, I was actually out traveling on my way back into town. And I saw the news, looked through it quickly, and thought, you know, okay, two-week suspension seems pretty straightforward obviously they found something they didn't like and so uh you know just kind of brushed it off two weeks middle of the summer right we'll get back to football in the fall and then working the news desk saturday when uh the daily northwestern story broke and just started seeing stuff pop up and really made you freeze and say wait what's happening here (laughs) um yeah so uh, as far as being shocked i mean i don't think anyone saw this coming uh, from the outside looking in, Northwestern looked like prior to the past few seasons one of the premier development programs uh, in the Big Ten. I mean, you look at the academics of the football team, you look at the the growth from guys when they come in to when they leave Northwestern, a, lo- a solid number heading to the NFL despite what they were coming in uh, as a prospect. So, yeah, you talk about shocked. I mean, I don't think there's – a gauge or a word to really express the surprise at this coming out from the outside looking in it looks like a top-notch program that prioritized the right things and now i mean not so much necessarily yeah and it results in in fitzgerald being let go It, it feels to me like northwestern ultimately had to make that decision now how it got there will need to be explained at some point by the president and the athletic director. Uh, They have really, aside from some releases, have not said much. But how it is that Northwestern got to where it is, I think, needs to be explained. And I'm sure uh, Saturday Tradition and others will try to get uh, to the bottom uh, of that. But how how did Northwestern get here in that respect? I mean, what, what is going on with the Wildcats? Because... You know, there is other allegations. I'm sure you've read some of those about the baseball program right now and some of the difficulty that it is having, some current player complaints about its new hire. And uh, it's just been a little bit of a tumultuous last few years at Northwestern, which I think is surprising to a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, you talk about what far and wide is considered, I would say, one of the the top collegiate institutions in the country. Um it's very surprising, and, uh, you know, it, I don't know how much can be tied 
back to uh, to leadership and what what's going on there. But the thing to remember is Jim Phillips was very recently a uh, departure to lead the ACC a few years back. Yeah, I don't know if how much that plays into things, uh, but it's something that definitely you got to consider anytime some of the fundamental issues like this in terms of leadership start popping up at a place. Talking to Paul Harvey of Saturday Tradition, I think now, you know, this is all very fresh. you got to look at Pat Fitzgerald's legacy as the Northwestern coach with a little bit of a, a different high than you did just a few days ago. I mean, I, I don't yeah. think you can you, you can't sort of pigeonhole a, a, a guy into any one thing, right? I think that's a little bit unfair yeah. uh, to do to a person. Um, but we will all we you know, look. We all did. Uh, I did. Um, even in difficult seasons for Northwestern, I think we felt like Pat Fitzgerald was doing a solid job, uh, given some of the resources that he had uh, that are different at Northwestern than they are at some other Big Ten and Power Five schools. Um, But now you look at that through a different lens as well and and sort of wonder, you know, what all was going on and wonder about the legacy now of Pat Fitzgerald. How do you try to reconcile all of those things? Yeah, that's, that's tough to do because you do, like you said, you have to give Fitz some credit for elevating the program during his time there. Um, but I also think not to try and brush this aside, but even if you were to take this hazing scandal off the table for a second, Fitz's legacy was already starting to turn into a a complex situation. When you look at the on-field record the past few years and felt like he was going to get his chance this fall to turn things around to show that he can get the program back headed that direction. And now you have this, this whole mess and so you you do have to grade him for his entire tenure he does have those 10 win seasons he does have a lot of success putting guys in the league and at least every now and then getting the wildcats to compete closer to a big title you do have to give him credit for that but at the same time this is i mean undeniably a massive black eye to anyone's legacy Um, but especially where the program had already started to fall in terms of on-field performance, and now you have this on the tail end of that uh, with just the way it ended. And, I mean, gosh, I I don't know what his legacy long-term is going to be there at Northwestern. Um, He's still the winningest coach in Wildcat history, and he, he earned that. I mean, you can't discredit that, but, man, it's, when you add up the strengths and the low points, this is just a really, really low point in terms of results and the scandal to end a, a career. Yeah, tarnishing for sure. Well, you're right, too, about the record. I, I was talking about this a little bit earlier, and I think I have this correct. If you take away the COVID year, which, look, I take away the COVID year for everything. I, I don't yeah. discount it. Uh, yeah. I think like 7-26 and 26, uh, the year before combined with the last – couple years or whatever it is, the four years around the, the COVID year, uh, not good. <laughs> you know, yeah. 1-11 this last year. Uh, it would have been interesting to see how this all played out. Now, obviously, it didn't uh, because uh, things were happening in that program that led to his dismissal. Uh, but it was it was feeling like a program that, that had a lot of questions to answer 
Uh, yeah. Now we will have different kinds of questions. Maybe a lot of this is is for another day, but as Northwestern starts to look forward here, it's A, going to have to answer for what happened with its leadership, but also yeah. find a way uh, to move forward in a, in a positive fashion. A positive fashion uh, for the players that who will remain, which we'll see over the next couple of weeks, who those players are. But then yeah. also establishing a, a, a culture that that is not accepting of this kind of of behavior. To me, that's the big thing, right, with the Pat Fitzgerald thing. Whether he knew or not, something about what he cultivated as a culture there at Northwestern allowed this to happen. And yeah. so that is something that is going to have to be cleaned up by whoever the next full-time head coach of, of Northwestern is, the leadership there. And then, you know, focusing at some point on winning football games again, because that's what this is all about. But man, what a what a what a mess that has been left behind here. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it, of course, when something like this happens with an opening, you see all sorts of uh, early names to consider for this job, and it, it's going to be a, a tough ask for whoever they get. Um, I, I do think you probably have to go uh, look outside the up-and-coming young hotshot coaches. I yeah. don't think that's where Northwestern's going to go. And I don't think that's what this situation calls for when you're talking about, like you said, the culture that was enabled there, right? Whether it was created by Fitz or just something that was allowed to happen, no matter how you frame that, it's bad. Yeah, And it, and it takes taking this thing um, down to the stud so you can remove the negatives. I think Reese Davis said it pretty good. He's like, you got to find someone that can identify with the strengths that there were from that culture, but you still have to fix whatever allowed all this to happen. So yeah. it's going to be a tall ask for whoever steps in. It's going to have to be a high character, uh, high culture personality. And I have no idea who that is, who they're going to look towards. Um, and right now, I mean, I think your best bet for, for this season especially is just write it out with uh, acting coach and pray for the best. And that's about all you can do, I think, this fall. Yeah, I agree with you. Probably needs to be a veteran. Probably needs to be somebody from outside the Northwestern family. Uh, I don't think yeah. you want to go down that path, probably. Um, but, man, it's, it's going to be uh, a lot of... A lot of difficult decisions being made. Who will be making those decisions? I think that part of the storyline here in, in a more immediate type fashion has yet to fully play out. Hey, Paul, I do appreciate your time jumping on with us. Great discussion. Uh, appreciate your knowledge as well. And uh, thanks for the time. Yeah, thanks, Kyle. That's uh, Paul Harvey of Saturday Tradition joining us on the Blue Fox Heating and Cooling Hammerhead Hotline. Let's take a break. Uh, we'll we'll uh, break down a little bit more of what Paul had to say. Uh, maybe we'll try to hit on something a little lighter, too. It's been a heavy show today. Or a random Tuesday here in July. We'll do that coming up next on the Hammer Down Show. 101.7 The Hammer. 101.7.